Uh, hello. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. 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 I think we're all just a little bit sleepy today, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I feel like today's a sleepy day. Raise your hand if you took a big long nap today and we're late for the podcast. <laughs> for those of you me. who can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Sid. She was late. So now we're recording late. We were going to... Okay, when do, what is on time for us? You're um, right. When Sid comes on time, we wait an hour and a half This is the anyway. first time I've been late. It's pretty good. Hello and welcome. <laughs> In 30 episodes. Yeah, I'm a very punctual person. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them, the only podcast on the internet where we watch a movie and then talk about it. There may be other podcasts where people watch movies and then talk about them, but this is the only one where we do it. My name is Andrew Westensko. I am the host of this here podcast, joined at my right hand in life and in all things by Becca. Hello, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. And to my left, Sid. Hey. Sid got bangs, guys. I did get bangs. She looks hot. <laughs> it's a big, big uh, lifestyle change. I'm glad that you've decided to continue hanging out with us since your recent transition. <laughs> You're welcome. It so. won't be for too long. So You're going to ditch us as quick as you can? Yeah. Podcast over. That's yeah. understandable. <laughs> I'm too famous for you guys now. People with bangs usually don't hang out with us. So. <laughs> it's true. Um, this week. We are going to be talking about Ridley Scott's Alien, the first one. Um, this is a movie that stars just the very tippy top of Sigourney Weaver's butt crack <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some other people, as well as an alien. Um, this pod- and a cat. And a cat. This podcast is going to uh, be full spoilers for this 1979 <laughs> sci-fi action horror film. So if you haven't seen it yet, you've had what, 40 years now to do it. Um, but this was the first time that I ever saw it. If you would like some spoiler-free opinions for any reason whatsoever, uh, there is going to be a video posted on our YouTube channel as well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wewatchpodcast. You can also find us uh, on Instagram and on Twitter at wewatchpodcast. You can also get in contact with us via email, contact at wewatchpodcast.com. That's contact at wewatchpodcast.com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, also, uh, before we jump into things, if you love us, make sure you hit us up with that uh, review on iTunes. I hate it when people are like, give us a five-star review. If you think we're a four-star podcast, give us a four-star. I don't care. Just review us. It pushes us up in the search results, and that's going to be a big help. So, uh, that's that. Um, we're going to do things in the following format. Uh, we're going to go through. We're going to do some hot takes. Uh, where we all give a short opinion on the movie. Then we're going to get into a little bit of discussion on the things we liked and didn't like. Following that, Sid will educate us with the best of IMDb movie trivia. Uh, This one was a real doozy. How many was it? Almost 300. Almost 300 pieces of trivia for Ridley Scott's 1979 sci-fi action horror epic Alien. Sid read every single one of them. And we have the best ones for you here. Following that... Uh, we're going to give our final thoughts and a score out of 10, which will be aggregated and placed onto the Weston scale, our scale for ranking movies. After which we'll get into any other topics that we want to discuss, movies that we watched, etc. And that's how it's going to go. 
Also, for those of you who've been wanting us to watch a certain movie but don't know if we would watch it, we will. This movie tonight was a listener request. A listener request. So, if you want us to watch a movie, just tell us. Let us know. We'd be happy to. Um, Unless you're going to be like, watch Pocahontas because we already did the New World. So, (laughs) boom, got him. Um, so that's it. We're going to count down from five. And at that point, we will be in the spoiler zone. It's kind of like the zone in Annihilation, but uh, less uh, suffering. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five, four, three, two, one. We are now spoiling Alien from Ridley Scott. Um, let's jump right into it with some hot takes. Don't burn yourself on these hot takes. <laughs> Becca, what did you think of? Ridley Scott's 1979 film, Alien. All right. Um, I thought that it was fun to watch. I think I talked through the entire movie. (laughs) I think we all did. And I enjoyed that. Um, But really, I just wanted to be watching The Thing the entire time we were watching this movie. I was like, oh, they're going to do the thing they do in The Thing. But I don't know. It was very similar. And... Although I enjoyed... When did, when did the thing come out? Was it 84? I Let's don't see. know. Sid, help us out here. Uh, 82. Ooh, only three years later. Nice. But the thing holds up a lot better than this one, I think. There's a few cheesy moments. Actually, all the cheesy... All the moments with the alien, I think, are cheesy. <laughs> um. Anyway, I thought it was a lot of fun to watch, but... I would have rather been watching the thing. Um, And just so you guys know, this is a problem that's pretty endemic with Becca and movies. If any movie that we're watching reminds her of a movie that she likes, she just wishes we were watching that movie, um, which is the sole reason why she doesn't like uh, No Country for Old Men, because she wished that she was watching Hell or High Water. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Keep in mind, I then went out and bought Hell or High Water and have tried to watch it several times, all of which she has refused. So... (laughs) Well, get there. Um, so if you hear a lot of comparisons to The Thing this episode, it's just because Becca really likes The Thing. <laughs> I do, but there are a lot of comparisons, I think. Um, if you want to hear some more in-depth thoughts about The Thing, uh, we do have uh, an episode that aggregated several films that we watched during the month of October. Um uh, it's the 31 Days of October special. I think the episode is titled The Thing About the Ring. We have thoughts about the thing in there. So, uh, that's that. Sid, give us your hot take here. You'd seen this before, right? Yes, I had seen this. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, so, I didn't remember too much from it. The only thing that I remember is not really liking it. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like one of those movies that like your parents have you watch and they're like, oh my gosh. It's so good. And then you watch it and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, And like kind of at the time it was like, you know, they're just like, you know, what a classic is to our parents, maybe not be that great of a movie now. Um, But watching it a second time, I loved it so much more. Um, I like, yeah, there are definitely cheesy parts and some parts that don't age well. But I think overall it. This is kind of something that I didn't enjoy with the movie Halloween is there's so many like cliches and tropes because 
like this is kind of like one of the first like real sci-fi movies and you know the whole time we're talking and they're like they're making such dumb decisions but like that was kind of the formula this was like one of the first movies to set that formula so it definitely um doesn't you know some parts seem silly now than if you were to watch it like 40 years ago it would have been terrifying so um yeah definitely doesn't age well in some aspects but I think overall the I guess like the feeling and like the ambiance of it is really executed well and really effective okay um that's a pretty hot take that's a spicy hot take thank you um jumping right into uh, my hot take i think that my hot take uh, may be the hottest of them all (gasps) you never know um i'm pretty uh up and down on this movie if i'm being honest with you i i'm i i like that you brought up uh, the comparison to Halloween because for this year's 31 days of October, um, we watched a lot of the like classic slasher movies. We watched Halloween, we watched Friday the 13th and we watched nightmare on Elm street, all of the first ones. And the only one that even made me want to continue to watch the franchise was nightmare on Elm street. I thought that both Halloween and Friday the 13th were awful. And it was weird because you hear these franchises talked about so much and really built up as these great things. And then it might just be that I'm watching it at the wrong time or that, you know, I'm a moviegoer in 2019 and not in 1980. But like, I felt really similar during this one. Like I just, I had a hard time really enjoying myself, to be honest with you guys. So even where Becca, you were like, it was really fun to watch. Like I had a good time because I was making fun of it the whole time. But like, I, I wonder how much of my enjoyment of this movie was actually because of the movie itself. That's kind of how I feel too, is like the commenting on the movie was very enjoyable. <laughs> I think that there's there's a number of things that stand out to me as being problematic. And I'm not somebody who needs like my movies to make perfect sense, right? Like go check out my rant on time travel complaints for Endgame because those people are losers. But this movie, I feel like, uh, stretches me a bit too thin as far as my suspension of disbelief goes. Like, it's like they expect you to forget that the entire thing takes place on a spaceship. So it's like, yeah, there's a scene where, like, it's raining and then all of a sudden it's raining blood. And you're like, that's really cool how the rain became the blood. And then you're like, why was it raining on a spaceship? (laughs) And then, like, a cat plays a really central role. And it's like, this is like a spaceship where they spend a good chunk of the time on the spaceship in, like, cryosleep. So who okayed the cat? Why was it there? What did it do while they were asleep? Because I can't it's imagine... An emotional support animal. I can't imagine that, like, cryosleep is very cheap, right? And they're like, yeah, we'll just set him a cat, too. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of things that I'm like... And then there's all of a sudden a robot? like, Dude, okay, so... 
if we want to talk about things, there were a handful of things that I actually really did enjoy. Uh, one of which was that twist. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was good. I was about that. It was fine. It just felt so out of left field and well it made a lot well because even we were like even during that scene where he's like shoving a magazine down her throat which there's got to be like a running theme through this movie is that every single thing that any character does i'm like give me 12 seconds and i can think of a better way to do this (laughs) (laughs) so i think that murdering somebody by shoving a magazine down their throat uh whatever like just choke her out dude (laughs) but in any case because we were all sitting there being like what is happening why is he behaving this way this is so weird and then turns out the dude walks up and hits him in the head with a bat of some sort and just takes his whole freaking head off i was like that's amazing like that is so cool (laughs) and then there's that really cool scene where like you know he's just like they've just got his head sticking up through a table the actor but still really cool where they're yeah. talking to his dis- like decapitated head. I thought yeah. that was awesome, actually. I was about that robot. I liked that, yeah. And I guess it did explain some of his behavior previously, like uh, opening the door to let them back on the ship. Oh, yeah. And saying, like, when the three were on the planet and left and what Ripley was like, this is a warning signal. I need to go warn them. And he was like, eh, they'll figure it out. Yeah, like the entire time he was working against them. Yeah, but... Which is pretty cool. Yeah, but it just like could have been better, I think. How? Put I don't you on, know. I'm putting like, you on the spot here. I guess, I mean, I didn't see it coming, which I guess is good, but I like wish I saw it coming, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just mad at the movie because... Because it actually surprised it you? <laughs> no, like... I don't know. It just seemed like such a weird thing and just made the whole movie more confusing because like I was thinking that it was the alien inside him and because you thought you were watching the thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can't put that on the movie. (laughs) Well, no, but I was trying to figure out like how the alien worked and it was really confusing because the alien did go inside somebody. Well, and that was what wasn't until the robot stuff that i realized like oh the alien only went into that person to like be born yeah so i want to run through this absurdly uh, convoluted reproductive cycle (laughs) yeah (laughs) sid maybe you can help us out here so we start with an egg yeah where does the egg come from what lays the egg maybe the alien lays the egg that's the mystery okay so potentially the big xenomorph that's what they're called becca they're called xenomorphs xenomorph did it ever say that when do we do we learn that and i don't think it said it in this one okay yeah maybe that's just like a name that they call but they don't actually say you know like how it's like a zombie in Mm -hmm. movie, but they don't call it a zombie which xenomorph is a really cool name but i feel like it doesn't describe what this thing does yeah i mean i guess it does change morph whatever in any case um so we start with an egg Mm mm-hmm Potentially laid by the xenomorph. Well, I think so because it showed like in the beginning when they're searching the ship, it showed a person who like had exploded from the inside out. And so I assumed that then became the xenomorph and then laid a bunch of eggs. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. So then when the egg hatches, the face sucker hatches out of the egg. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Which it then sucks a face, but not in like a fun way. Because <laughs> sucking face is like making out, Becca. <laughs> People say it. It goes sucking face. Yeah, but it's gross. Well, it's Sounds like, gross. It's your opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I'm more married, by the way. Thank you. Makes me feel great. <laughs> no, making out isn't gross. Saying sucking face is gross. So sucking face is gross to you. It's the imagery gross. is gross. Yeah. <laughs> so it sucks face, right? Because now yeah. I'm just going to think of an alien. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what? Puts him in a coma? Yeah, kind of. And I guess at that point, uh, sticks a tube down his throat. Yeah. Okay. We're good there. From the tube, it inserts the little Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Well, and I think also, I just thought of this. Maybe the reason that it does that is to learn that individual's like body and what they need to live so that it can morph and survive in that atmosphere. Uh, that's actually pretty cool if that's what it is. Yeah. Sid, does the trivia give us any hints there? No, not really. All right. <laughs> Let's just say that's um, what then it that's, is. That's canon. Cool. Then. I'm okay yeah. with that. So it then injects the thing into the belly of the person. Yeah. And then gets off and dies. The oh. face sucker. Yeah. yeah. So it's completed oh, yeah. its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good till there. Then within a matter of hours, the little Sonic the Hedgehog sheds its skin several times and becomes like nine feet tall and looks completely different <laughs> well no because if you noticed when he popped out i'm calling him sonic the hedgehog by the way because of the absolutely <laughs> ridiculous moment where he sprints across the table after bursting out of the guy's chest it's the freaking funniest thing i've ever seen um like i said I, I literally think that i saw like looney tunes his legs spin up behind him and the little like what's that sound that you know or the, what's the running sound that you know what i'm talking about no hang on okay <laughs> oh, geez. this is gonna be worth it i promise <laughs> it's pretty gross looking it's super yeah, gross it's looking. an alien yeah but the xenomorph is actually really cool looking. all right yeah. i'm rolling the dice here because this is just a youtube video that says cartoon running sound effect i think that's it okay. yeah <laughs> that one I freaking imagined the little uh, Sonic the Hedgehog just like <laughs> barreling across the table with that little sound effect. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, and then it sheds its skin and becomes a xenomorph, at which point it asexually produces more eggs. Um, or was there a lot of alien boning going on here that we didn't see on screen? Well, I mean, so technically, like, this movie's like weirdly sexual <laughs> in that like when the thing when the face sucker gets on the guy it's like technically raping him jeez there, excuse me yeah there there's like like pretty much the alien is just like basically trying to like rape everyone what? and is that why it sticks its tail up the one girl's butt i think so <laughs> that makes sense so i don't know it's uh i don't know <laughs> where, where, hang on where do, where are we getting this from is this from trivia trivia and i've like heard stuff about this over the years huh so 
Well, and I think he, it like kind of keeps some of the people alive because it kept Brett and Dallas alive. You know their names. That's impressive. I know. I don't know how I remember <laughs> that. Um, and so then we start the whole process over again. Although I got to say, for being a perfect life form, as the robot said, it's not super smart because it's like one of those parasitic wasps that it like needs to kill a tarantula to lay its babies. You know what I mean? Like It's actually like exactly how they got the inspiration for it yeah right so it's like one of those so like those wasps are like they want there to be more tarantulas right and so this guy he needs uh more bodies to put face suckers on but he goes around killing people or is that why they're strapped up there so he can put face suckers on them because at the end she finds a couple of them strapped up like you said i think that's probably it he's just like holding on to it was like he was only killing them if they were trying to kill him. Oh. Hmm. Weird. Um, also, second most ridiculous moment is when she gets him out of the airlock, but the gun gets caught and he like comes and bounces back against the window. Like, and it's so clearly just a dude in a suit. <laughs> uh, this did win an Oscar for best visual effects. Really? Yeah. For that time. It's definitely... Yeah, it was good for the time. Like I said, I think that uh, the biggest detriment to my experience watching this movie is that I'm watching it for the first time in 2019. Yeah. And, like, I've seen Blade Runner. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we have really good sci-fi now. Yeah. I feel like they maybe just didn't. Because this came out two years after Star Wars, and that's really when sci-fi broke. Like, 2001 was, like, the beginning of really great sci-fi and some freaking nerd out there is going to be like well actually in 1922 <laughs> Ernest Belugadeh from Germany made a sci-fi epic and I'm like I don't care dude 2001 was I mean I do care I'd like to see that but 2001 is when like it sci-fi came into the mainstream and then Star Wars is when it really broke right so this came after Star Wars but in any case um yeah, really convoluted reproduction cycle, dude. Maybe just... This alien is just super extra. You know what I mean? And, like, what was its goal? I guess to just keep reproducing? Yeah, dude. Goal of anything else. I don't know. It seems weird to, like, go to a ship. I don't know. Did you want him to, like, try and up his net worth? Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you think his goal should be? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I felt very confused by a lot of the aliens' actions and... He was a bad guy. Like, I think that's the long and short of it. And, like, why did the alien need to stay in the air ducts? And then why was it all cuddled up at the end? Yeah, Sid, maybe you can give us some insight. Uh, Why was... Pretty much, Trivia just said that um, it, like, went there and needed to find a quiet place to die. Just happened so. to go to the shuttle. Oh. Well, I mean, like... So, did something happen that we all missed that was causing it to be dying? Probably. Because I was trying to look for it, but I wasn't paying super close attention. Maybe it couldn't handle the atmosphere very well. And, like... Or maybe or it just, something. like, doesn't have that long of a life. Or it did need the humans... Oh, maybe. Like, it... 
just dies after yeah. it lays its eggs. I don't know. Maybe. Huh. Be like flies. Yeah. It's like signs where like they don't check the atmospheric composition before showing up or they're like, <laughs> hey, this thing that'll murder us if we come in contact with it, like it's all over the seventy percent of this planet <laughs> covered in it. <laughs> Mars is right next door, buddy. <laughs> um, in any case, we're not talking about signs. We're talking about Ridley Scott's nineteen seventy nine uh, sci fi horror alien. Um should we do things we liked or didn't like first? What do you guys think? Cause I have some specifics in both camps. Uh, let's just get don't likes over with and then we can talk about. Okay. Uh, don't likes. I didn't give a crap about a single one of these characters. No. Yeah. And yeah. I only cared about, uh, Parker. Just cause he was a goon. Well, and he was, like, the only one with any sense. Like, as soon as they actually wait, brought... Wait, was Parker the black guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was the trucker. Oh. <laughs> um, as soon as they actually brought the first guy back, he was like, why don't we freeze him? And why did you let him in in the first Be place? Be the like, smart idea. <laughs> yeah, he was totally sensible and just a cool guy. He just wanted a bonus, like... Dude, the dude just wanted to get paid, man. He did want to up his net worth. Yeah. I think that's totally understandable. We've Here's the thing. Most relatable dude there. We've all been on a job where we don't feel like we're getting paid enough for it. And like, he's a mechanic. Like, he's keeping that ship alive. They He should get paid good for that. You know what they should have done? They should have unionized. Because really, the 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 biggest threat to unionizing is that the workforce... Or the available, like the uh, people who are in the workforce looking for jobs is larger than like you're currently employed, right? So basically, if you unionize, Delta or any other large company is like, oh, we'll just fire all of you for unionizing. We'll get people who won't unionize. Also, speaking of Delta, did you guys uh, see that story about Delta? They had like stuff posted in their employee lounges that was like, it was like a picture of a video game controller. And it was like, union dues are approximately $700 a year. Wouldn't your money be better spent on a new video game system? They're like literally uh, encouraging their employees to buy Xboxes instead of unionizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, great job, guys. Billions of dollars in profit. How you doing? Like, <laughs> in any case. Uh, but yeah, they should have unionized because um, who's going to take their jobs? There's only seven of them, right? So they just, they orbit earth right and they're like we got 20 million tons of whatnot back here i don't know what they had mineral ores is that what it said at the beginning i don't know and they just hang out there and they're like fine we can orbit forever we don't care pay us more but apparently no one cared about the mineral ores not even the company that sent them uh that's a good point so like, they could have been like weird. we got an alien carcass here you know what i mean in yeah. any case you gotta find <laughs> you gotta find what's valuable to them and cut their nuts off that's what you gotta do mm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about people we don't like, but I started talking about someone I did. Oh yeah, and I started talking about you know the workers' workers', <laughs> workers rights and <laughs> just a regular Parker just Saturday. wanted to get paid, man. That guy is super relatable. Love him. Yes, but everyone else, especially Ripley, I like. See, I liked Ripley, but I think. I like Ripley too. Yeah. I think mm. most of that is because like I knew that she's like the big 
character in the series. So it was easier to get behind her. And also, it's just most most of the other characters are super irritating. So, like, while she's irritating, she's not as irritating. And she does, like, make some smart decisions. Yeah, she was the second most sensible yeah. person on the yeah. ship. Um, What was I going to say? I just didn't really, like, I didn't care for any of the acting. Really. Yeah, it wasn't, it was pretty campy. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say maybe if they had given us some sort of context, like maybe like finding an alien planet is just like a Tuesday, but like everybody on board mostly just seemed to be kind of annoyed that they were stopping off to like find intelligent life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, okay, we could die any minute. Yeah. Like I just think about like if aliens landed on earth, what's the first thing we're going to do to him? Shoot. We're going to shoot him. Right. (laughs) So, like, why can we expect any different from any other alien species? So why are we sending miners off to invest? Miners, people who mine, not children. Um, <laughs> why are we sending miners off to investigate potential life forms? So the whole thing, and then, like, from there, it's like I said, maybe it's a universe where, like, they're just discovering intelligent life forms left and right, so it's really no big deal. But, like, none of them seem to really, like, get the gravity of, like, oh, shoot, this is intelligent life. Yeah. Like they all, like I said, they all just seemed annoyed by it. Like, oh, gotta stop off. I just wanted to go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's law. Our company says so. Like, who cares? You're in space. Yeah. Again, I'm telling you, man, unionize. That's a bad contract. You should not, you should have the union lawyers look over that contract before you sign it. But it was the robot guy who kept saying, like, in your contract, you signed this and it says this. So. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jeez. Um, yeah, and, and I think that not caring about the characters uh, really kind of hindered my experience here. Except for like, yeah, Parker was funny. And mm-hmm. again, I knew that Ripley was like the big protagonist. Mm-hmm. So I kept waiting for her to do things. Yeah. And I generally agreed with what she did. Mm-hmm. And she was like kind of sassy and... I don't know. For the 70s, that's cool. Like, to have a a super awesome female lead. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's, like, off fighting the alien and stuff. <laughs> but that other girl, though. Uh, oh, my gosh. Trish or whatever? Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Trish. She does look like a Trish. <laughs> I just, everybody was so sweaty all the time. Right? About to die. (laughs) Well, and that was the other thing is like her reactions were uh, kind of appropriate because she's like, I don't know, it's an alien. It's going to freaking murder me. But like she didn't start doing that until 90 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess she kind of, because she was one of the first ones to go out and she was like, oh, let's go back already. I don't like this. I can't see anything. She was like Velma. (laughs) <laughs> she says jinkies <laughs> jinkies boys these are some bad alien eggs <laughs> she like trips and her helmet falls off <laughs> her I face can't. just like sucks in on itself <laughs> i can't find my helmet and then the, the alien picks it up and puts it back on her <laughs> 
And then you see everyone running around the spaceship, going in and out of doors. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a seven second video, but it's about six seconds too long. <laughs> All right, so if we're uh, if we're onto the Scooby Doo gang, who's who? <laughs> so she's clearly Velma. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know because Velma's smart. Right, Ripley well, Ripley is like the friend that came along, right? Who is like you guys freaking suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scooby and Shaggy are um Parker, Parker and, Brett. and Brett. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And Brett is Scooby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Dallas is Fred. Yep. Which would make the robot Daphne? <laughs> Either the robot or the guy who had his guts blown out. Oh, I forgot about him, oddly enough. Oh, yeah. Or the cat. I love how yeah. there's a literal animal and we're like, no, this guy was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this could have made a really good Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone write them. Whoever writes those. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make Scooby-Doo anymore? I think they have like a TV show. I feel like they always have some Scooby-Doo going on. Oh, jeez. Never search Scooby-Doo on IMDb. There is honestly hundreds of things. Oh, boy. Um, whoa, Scooby-Doo 2018 TV miniseries. Jeez. I don't understand. Who's greenlighting this stuff? Can I just have some money? <laughs> production company you really think this is going to make you anything back doing a freaking scooby-doo miniseries i'd watch it no you wouldn't yes i would i love scooby-doo oh no it's a joke budget is 50 dollars. oh uh what, what on earth what? can anybody estimated just put... 50 dollars <laughs> can anybody just put anything on imdb <laughs> could i put up there like my video reviews be like estimated budget my time i don't know <laughs> 12 cents that's what i'm saying production companies if somebody comes to you and they say look i want to pitch to you a modern day scooby-doo miniseries and you're thinking maybe i should green light this just don't and send me the check instead because i'm poor and we'll do better things with your money yeah like by criterion blu-rays yeah it's <laughs> fine that's fine. Even $50. I'll buy you one. That's fair. No, it'll buy me two. On sale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pricey. They oh, are. Yeah. They're very pricey. You said, you said you bought a Criterion, right? Yep. What did you buy? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Nice. Looks good on the shelf. I haven't watched it yet because I don't have a Blu-ray. <laughs> um but it looks good. It does look good. Actually, oh, yeah. the packaging on Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorites out of the ones that I own. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, yeah. I think the Before Trilogy is actually my favorite packaging out of the ones that we have. Yeah. It is pretty cool. But the Silence of the Lambs one is really cool when you pull it out of the digipack and it opens up and it's got the big moth on the back yeah. and everything. Silence of the Lambs is a great movie. That's a good one. Uh, but today we're talking about <laughs> Alien. <laughs> Right, not Scooby Doo. <laughs> right. Um, so as long as we're doing things, I want freaking Scooby Doo, man. Um, so those, honestly, like my complaints for this movie are fairly small, but so are the things that I love, which is why I fall 
so, like so much in the middle on it. But I'm curious, what things did you guys not enjoy as long as we're on the topic? And then we'll get on to more positive things, guys. I think we've covered most of the things I don't like. A uh, couple being, I would just wish I was watching the thing. Um, well, I think a, a big part of that is, like you said, the thing just holds up so much better. Yeah, it's so good. The and thing it's is so cool. Please go watch the thing. The thing is so good. <laughs> like, I feel like we didn't really get to understand the alien in this movie. That's fair. And we didn't see it very much. And I just didn't understand what it was wanting. And I don't know. So it was very confusing. And that... I wanted to kill, man. It's not that hard. Well, no, it wanted to bang. Well, actually, that's like the main thing that it does. But um, they've said that it's like a very sadistic... Like in other movies, it's kind of more like kill for necessity. In this one, it's kind of like kill because it's fun. So we got the Ted Bundy alien. Yeah. Okay. There are other aliens that are... There's a Jeffrey Dahmer. We got a John Wayne Gacy. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. That makes sense, though, what you were saying. Sorry, I just What you were saying about the movie. (laughs) I just pictured a xenomorph uh, in clown makeup like John Wayne Gacy. (laughs) (laughs) Sufjan Stevens writes a song. Oh, no. (laughs) See the alien like burying little boys in his crawl space. (laughs) That's horrendous. Oh boy. John Wayne Gacy was actually a quite skilled clown. Everybody's good at something, right? (laughs) He was pretty good at killing little boys too. Oh, he, I mean, he's very prolific. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, now. Not going to go down that road. Please don't. Back to Alien. We're not a serial killer podcast. I was just going to say. I wish. Ugh. You were here when we started this. You could have suggested. It's so quiet. I've never said that. Um, John Wayne Gacy and the Alien have a lot in common. I'm just going to put it that way. But we're not going to do an in-depth comparison because we're not talking about John Wayne Gacy. We're talking about whatever we want. That's fair. I this can't wait to see. I can't. Movie slash serial killer. No, I just can't wait to see Sid's description of this episode. Like, yeah, we we did talk about Alien. We also talked a lot about Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna be a good caption, guys. Stay tuned. We just have a sound clip of the running. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I I don't know what that sound is. No one knows. All right. You were saying. I don't remember what I was saying. I think I was talking about the few things I didn't like, which was the alien mostly. And the acting and the story. I just wanted to watch the thing. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So. Sid, anything you dislike before we get into positives? Um, I think the only thing is kind of along the same lines is like you just don't understand the alien like what like they kept um like most of the shots of the alien were so close up you know because they wanted to not show like just like a guy in a costume um but it's also hard because like you can't really see like what he's like i didn't really understand that like parker was like 
dying basically yeah and then like all of a sudden there's just like blood coming out of his mouth yeah really cool concept to have the little mouth come out of the big mouth yeah but they cut away every time it did anything yeah because it was probably just like a dude had like a yardstick with (laughs) like some dentures on it (laughs) so like i would say that's where like the thing does it better where like like in both movies you don't quite understand the motivation but like in the thing it's like well this thing just turns into the thing that it's copying yeah so it's a little bit easier to understand what it's doing well and i also think it's a fairly uh fairly strong word it's a very unfair comparison as well because the thing has some of like the greatest practical effects that have ever been in a movie ever. So it's a, like it's an insane bar to try and live up to. Yeah. Especially the freaking blood scene in that movie. Oh my gosh. That that freaking scene is incredible. Um, all right. So let's talk about some things that we did like about the movie. Um, on top of winning an Oscar for best visual effects, this was nominated for production design at the time. It was called set decoration. And that was probably my favorite thing about this movie is the, the production design was astounding, honestly, like some of the exterior shots, especially there's one towards the end where you get an exterior shot of the whole ship and it's just Ridley in the cockpit really gives you a sense of the scale of the ship, which doesn't really happen as they're moving around inside of it. Um, But then as well, like when he goes down into the cave with the eggs, I was like, that's really cool. And the ship just looks awesome. It's totally 80s futuristic stuff, right? Like you can see where, um, like in something like 2001, it's all very clean, right? But then in the 80s, you got into like really dingy, futuristic kind of looking things and this very clearly appears to be an influence for that vibe this and blade runner i feel like really were like the big ones as far as well the future is dirty but like yeah and everybody was so sweaty and grungy and like i really liked all of that i thought the the vibe of this film was super successful yeah i would agree with that the ship was really cool um I'm like honestly having a hard time thinking of things I really like about it. So I'm going to pass. Megan's <laughs> like, I abstain. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Like, I definitely agree with that. Like, the ship is pretty cool. And especially the, a- like, the alien ship on the planet is really cool. And yeah, <laughs> that was cool. All right. Come back to me. Well, during your hot take, Sid, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. You said you loved this movie significantly more than the first time you saw it. Yeah. Talk about it. Um, so it's been a while. I was, it's probably been like at least eight years since I've seen it. And like watching it as like a teenager i could definitely see myself being like this is dumb this is cheesy like that looked stupid so while this definitely like doesn't look great i think i was better able to appreciate like the production design and um like the design of the alien while it's not executed super well i think like the design is awesome and like the the gut busting scene is 
I thought it was incredible. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. So that scene I had seen in like gifs and stuff on Reddit and GIF. You mean a GIF? I mean a GIF. We're not doing this. Okay. We already talked about Scooby-Doo. We've reached our limit for <laughs> wow. stupid conversation topics. I wish everyone could have seen the glares that both of you just <laughs> gave each other. <laughs> they were harsh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but seeing it, even knowing that it was coming, but like seeing it in context in the way that they built up to it, because I expected it to happen in like the hospital way. Yeah, that's what I thought. Too. And like, I've seen this before, but yeah. I was still was... Like, I thought it was in the hospital. It's very, very... That scene is is super well done. Yeah. I do think... Well, I do really like the alien. I think it's really cool. You Um, would love Alien versus Predator then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really liked the, like, acid for blood thing. Yeah. And That's I, really cool. I kind of wish they had kept that going. Had like done anything with it? Yeah. Like it would just like happened and then. But the, that's like such a cool thing to yeah. have an alien. Like you can't stab them. They have acid in yeah, their it was body. Like, it was like they just needed to come up with a reason why they couldn't cut it off his face. Yeah. That's pretty much like they used that. So it was like you couldn't just like take a gun and shoot it because it would just like, you know, spray acid everywhere. But like I do feel like there should have been like a scene where like maybe the alien was like right up against someone and they stabbed it and then like they got acid on them that would have been awesome so yeah if they could have just like reinforced some stuff that they were setting up earlier i think it would have been a lot better yeah for sure yeah yeah so i guess that's a a like and a dislike i like the alien i just wish it was more consistent and understandable yeah that's fair Anything else? I like the cat. I didn't like the cat. <laughs> every time, every every time, every time I saw that freaking cat, all I could think was, "Who okayed this?" <laughs> well, it was just like annoying and grumpy all the time, and I well, just... yeah, you would be too. You're stuck with seven people who just went to sleep for two years. Like, they yeah. Really maybe put the cat to sleep too but that's what i'm saying they're wasting precious pressure pressure <laughs> they're wasting precious uh sleep meds on a cat i guess and like um. i said when she puts it in the uh freaking bed at the end is it isn't it gonna get a human dose of go to sleep meds just kill it and that's what i'm saying and if it doesn't then someone at some point programmed that machine for a cat (laughs) and and like both of those scenarios are just ridiculous (laughs) because after she puts it in there it shows her at the end holding the cat after she's taken a shower apparently because her hair is nice and and fruity her face isn't sweaty yeah she's not disgusting with her ass hanging out (laughs) um yeah then she's just I, i don't know I don't know, man. And I just really wanted the cat to be an alien. Like, it would have been cool. I'm sure that's in the sequel, honestly. It, it Well, it would have happened then, I feel like. Like, it would have been cool if maybe the alien had some eggs and an egg hatched and got into the cat. Well, that's what I'm saying. And she I'm, thought she got away. But... I'm fairly certain that that's what happens. I imagine that's what probably happens in the sequel. But this was before cliffhangers were baked into every single movie ever. Like, a sequel wasn't a guarantee. That's fair. So, 
That's one thing I do appreciate. Can we get back to that? Movies just being standalone stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please? Freaking sequel to Call Me By Your Name? No thanks. <laughs> Only if it's just as good. It won't be. I know. <laughs> just enjoy the one. Just be thankful for what you got, all right? I know. Luca, Luca gave you your favorite film of... 2017 and then he gave me my favorite film of 2018 so <laughs> whatever he's cooking this year becca it's for you it's for you cool do we have anything else i don't think so i don't have too much else i think we've nope. uh discussed what we came here to discuss ridley scott's uh 1979 sci-fi horror film alien um so now we're gonna jump into some trivia sid she's gonna give us the best of the best she she just did a great pose when i said that (laughs) um again nobody can see this um and then we're gonna go around we're gonna give our scores out of 10 give it an aggregate and put it on the weston scale okay um so a lot of the trivia was about kind of how they design stuff and like practical effects um so this was the first bit of trivia. Um, shredded condoms were used to create tendons of the beast jaws. That's pretty dope. What? Yeah. All right. Um, the bur- the chest bursting scene uh, was filmed in one take with four cameras. Seriously? Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. And like, you know, I mean, like a lot of people know, but they didn't tell most of the actors like what was going to happen. Like they knew like something was going to happen. But, like, they didn't know when it was going to... Did they not have a script? Well, they did. So, it was, like, something, like, it, like, bursts out of his chest. But, like, they don't know when it's happening. And, like, they didn't know that there was going to be, like, all this blood spraying. It's fair. So. Um, uh, so, Ridley Scott told a lot of the actors to annoy Sigourney Weaver off camera to create more tension. Dude, I gotta say... It could be considered as as I rant about workers' rights. It could be it could be considered like abusing your employees. But I freaking love it when directors do crap like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just like pull a Kubrick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think so. Maybe what are Kubrick you Hitchcock on the set of The Shining. Kubrick just like emotionally abused the. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What was her name? Oh, I don't remember. Shelley Duvall. Yeah just like seriously emotionally abused her and caused her to have like an actual breakdown oh, yeah. so that she would be super distraught on yeah. camera and Jeez. he made um jack nicholson eat a grilled cheese every day which he hates so that made him really mad while he <laughs> was <laughs> and uh then what was it i forget the, the specifics of it but hitchcock during the filming of the birds oh he was a monster to yeah, that just woman. like horribly abused the oh the my lead gosh he tied Jeez. birds to her and she's like i don't know why she took the role but like going into the movie she had a horrible fear of birds oh my god he just like super abused her and i'm laughing because it's ridiculous yeah. and i don't condone abuse and i don't so when i say i love it when directors do stuff like that if i'm on set i'm not feeling good about it but afterwards the stories i'm like man you guys are freaking ridiculous dude like <laughs> Some directors are just so extra, man. Just be like Luca. Be just, like Luca. Just make good movies. Do it. He doesn't have a movie coming out this year, though. So, man, we'll get you next year. All right. Yeah, he has. Um, 
one movie in pre-production and another one announced. So hopefully 2020. All right. Um, okay. So the dead face hugger that like they're looking at after it died was made with shellfish, oysters, and sheep kidneys. It is super freaking disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, Okay, so for the chest bursting scene, um, John Hurt, like, stuck his head, his shoulders, and his arms in a hole in the table so, like, he could, like, act from the chest up without actually, like, getting his stomach annihilated. Hmm. Um, uh, And then... Um, so the guy who played Parker, he pretty much remarked that he was in shock afterwards and then went home and locked himself in a room and refused to talk to his wife because he was so traumatized by it. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Um, the slime used on the alien was KY jelly. I buy that. Just to reinforce all the sexuality. Yeah, I guess. You know, they got the condoms and the, the jelly. <laughs> you know, on Amazon, you can buy a 50-gallon drum of that. lube. <laughs> oh, my I don't gosh. think it's that expensive. I think it has, like, a pump with it, too. I'm going to incognito mode this because I don't want to mess up my uh, <laughs> my recommendation. <laughs> um, models had to be repainted every evening of the shoot because the slime used um pretty much like removed the acrylic paint off everything so that sucks um so when they take off ash's head it apparently contained spaghetti caviar and onion rings onion rings yeah i didn't quite see the onion rings but i saw the spaghetti for sure why is she inside the tub? <laughs> what is I don't think you need on? that much lube. So you can buy a 50-gallon drum of lube on Amazon, um, $1,100. And the promotional photo has a woman inside of the drum. You don't need that much lube. I don't think so. You never know. Unless you're... What if you're filming Alien? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. They say it was KY Jelly. I'm I'm willing to bet that it was off-brand stuff. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not worried about it being KY. Unless they were like, uh, like Johnson & Johnson like helped fund the movie and was like, we'll supply with all the KY you need, Ridley Scott. Is it like winking at him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... So the the budget doubled from I think it was four point two million to eight point four no. That would be bil- doubled. Million, yeah. Um after they saw the storyboards. Wow. Yeah. Um so the guy who played Parker, he would pick fights with the guy who played the alien, um, to help hit like his on screen hatred of it. Dude. All right. This movie yeah. went hard. I know. Um, okay, so Ridley Scott recently said that the Blade Runner movies share the same universe as Alien, um, which then shares the same universe with Prometheus, um, and also shares the same universe with Predator. So pretty much, there's five different movie franchises, Blade Runner, Alien, Prometheus, Predator, and Alien vs. Predator, which is pretty much like a total of 14 movies in this franchise. Wow. Alien vs. Predator is awesome. You would like it a lot, Beckett. They find a 
a temple in Antarctica where the alien comes out of and then it fights Predator. No, she wouldn't like that because she'd just be like... I wish it was the thing. Because there's like snow. It's reminding me of the thing. (laughs) I bet the thing is better. One of these people met Kurt Russell one time and that just really makes me want to watch the thing. Stop it. You make me sound like an idiot. Oh man. Okay, and last one. Uh the scene where Ash is decapitated caused an usher in London to faint. It was pretty shocking. Yeah. Because I didn't see it coming. It's not every day you hit someone and, and their, their entire head, head just, head just pops <laughs> off. and there's just spaghetti and caviar in there. <laughs> and he's leaking white. Well, dude, because that was my thing, is like I even said it when we were watching it, and I was like, why is his sweat creamy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was gross when he like came back to life like as yeah. the head and it just like spills out yeah gross. super gross all right but that's it for you well there you go all right becky you've had plenty of time i have let's get your final thoughts and your score out of 10 all right well i don't know that i have much more to say about this movie i did enjoy watching it and i like the alien and there were a couple cool things um i'm gonna give this a six righto yep sid um i liked this one i liked it more than i thought i would um just based off my past um experience watching it um i do know that the second one is often regarded as like the best one in the series maybe we do need to watch it then um so yeah i'm excited to watch that one too um but yeah i like this one a lot more there are definitely things that are funny and kind of take you out of the movie um like the sonic the hedgehog um but yeah i liked it so i'm gonna give this one i'm gonna give this one a seven all right on um yeah i'm saying with becca i think that i've said my piece about this movie i didn't hate it i just didn't love it um if aliens the sequel is supposed to be the better one though i'd give it a shot uh 6.5 out of 10 for me nice what does that average out to said you do the math why me we got a six we got a 6.2 don't actually do the math you just gotta just say a number no what sounds right 6.6 becca said 6.5 first Okay, well, all right. Is the actual math 6.4, though? No, I, I don't know if I did that right or not. Six point. <laughs> Listen, I haven't taken a math class in five years. Don't ask me. That's fine. Um, we're going to give Ridley Scott's Alien a 6.4 on the Western scale. Uh, it's better than Mother. Yeah? I. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I didn't rate it better than Mother. That's true. Um, all right, folks. Um, if that's all you care about is hearing us talk about Alien, that's the end of that. Uh, before you go, make sure you find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wewatchpodcast, Instagram and Twitter at wewatchpodcast. You can also email us, contact at wewatchpodcast.com. Moving on to some other topics um, where we talk about any other movies that we have watched over the course of the week. And yeah, I've been really, really busy with uh, school. I have not watched a single movie. Me either. 
So it's just me. It's just you. Go for it. Okay. Zid. What do you got? Um, let's see. I watched Mamma Mia two. Here we go again. Nice. On purpose? <laughs> yeah. I was bored at work. Um still didn't love it. <laughs> um I did cry at the end, so it is sad. Yeah, that was sad. Is it because you had to watch Pierce Brosnan for so long? Yeah. It just like had finally, to hear it him just sing. like finally just got like, to you oh, at the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Holes. That movie's incredible. Is it? I love that movie. Okay. Like that's like one of the best live action Disney movies. Put it on Criterion. Stand by it. I would love that. Could you imagine how gorgeous that would be? <laughs> just a bunch of holes. The menu for holes on Criterion would <laughs> be great. Criterion menus are also, the best. The music in that is great. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. Maybe it's just like a very nostalgic movie. I haven't me. watched Holes probably since middle school. But I, love I it. really like. I watched that a lot growing up. I, I love really that. like that movie. It's such a good one. Um, let's see what else. I watched Shrek Two. Always a what good one. What was your week? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a weird one. Uh, got a, a big mix of movies. The first there. two Shreks are fine. Yeah, and then it goes. I watched a um. A YouTube video on how Shrek 2 is the perfect sequel. And I agree. I'm going to look that up right now. I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's pretty good. He talks about... And then he also talks about how Shrek 3 is the worst one. Um, I And then I watched Chinatown. So, <laughs> kind of weird mix in there. Um, Let's see. And I mean, like, that's pretty much, like, everything of note. And I watched True Detective. Season three? Season one. <gasps> yes. What did you think? I liked it. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. But I don't know. Maybe. I just died. I'm sorry. I just died hearing that. <laughs> that is literally Andrew's favorite season of TV ever. <laughs> I mean, it, it was really good. I just. I don't know what it was, but I just wasn't super invested in it. Oh my gosh. But like I can definitely see why it's so good. I mean I don't know. There's just something there was just something about it that I just it didn't quite click for me. <gasps> Matthew McConaughey and that is so freaking incredible. He's so handsome. What? With the ponytail, you know? No, the nineteen ninety Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> and with this mustache and the sideburns. He's handsome all the time. He's he handsome all the time. He's a handsome guy. I just I could do like a whole few hours on why True Detective is is just honestly like Becca said, and I don't mean this in a hyperbolic way. Like I've thought about this a lot. I I really do think that True Detective season one is the best season of TV that I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, it was definitely really good, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Other contenders would be like seasons two and three of Game of Thrones mm -hmm. and like the middle couple seasons of Breaking Bad. Okay. Would you say that the other two seasons of True Detective were worth it? Uh, we haven't finished the third one yet. The second one is definitely worth it. It's not as good as the first. Uh -huh. It's super different. But the the vibe of it is the same. So it's like super like oppressively depressing okay um the performances are fantastic though yeah. um freaking what's his name colin farrell does an awesome job yeah um who's the other guy vince vaughn vince vaughn pulls it out incredible 
Rachel McAdams actually does a good dramatic performance. Like something about it's it's just a little different like and i respect them for not just like retreading it yeah it's not as nihilistic as the first one which is like the whole point of it like you know time is a flat circle and all of that yeah um it doesn't lean as heavily on like its philosophy as the first one does yeah the philosophy is still a big part of it it's just a little bit more clouded um i need to rewatch the second one honestly i've i only watched i watched it when it came out um, and I don't think I've seen it again since then. The visuals, it's it's a the second season is gorgeous uh-huh. in the color palette that they choose. Everything is so washed out. Okay. Um, it takes place in like the near future, oh, in okay. like an imaginary kind of like Los Angeles, Las Vegas mashup. Um, so there's a lot of like environmental concern and like you know the the downsides of like unbridled capitalist greed and Mm -hmm. like all those kind of things but then like personal morality and religion and like it's just a lot of really interesting things going on it's not as good as the first Mm -hmm. um but i'd say it's definitely worth watching i mean it's eight episodes you're not gonna yeah you're not wasting. No, it's not. A, it's not a waste of time. People are way too harsh on it just because the first season was so good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Because the 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 second season gets a lot of crap online, and I don't think that it deserves all of it. Yeah. All right, I'll have to give that one a shot. Yeah, I love True Detective. We need to finish the the third season, but I also really want to watch the Chernobyl miniseries that just came out. Oh yeah. And actually, I kind of want to go back and watch Big Little Lies. I haven't seen that. I, just, I heard some pretty good things. Super stacked as far as the cast. I forget yeah. who all is in it. There's Lord. Is Laura Dern in it? Yeah, she There's is. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Meryl um, Streep in the second season. Uh, Shailene Woodley. Um, Stellan Skarsgård. He's in it. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm even more interested. Well, not whom. It's not the dad, but one of the sons. Is it Stellan? No. I don't know. What's his name? Let's see. Wait, is Alex Skarsgård his son? Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Alex I didn't know that. Good for him. Already more successful than so his dad. So is Pennywise. Isn't that Alex Skarsgård? No, that's Bill Skarsgård. Oh, okay. Too many Skarsgårds. <laughs> <laughs> um, HBO is just killing it right now, right. I think. And then they have their Watchmen series coming out. So, I don't know. I just need to figure out which ones Becca's not interested in so I can just start doing them while she's at work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Anything else? No. Nothing for me. Right on, folks. Well, again, I mentioned it earlier. I'm going to mention it again. If you want to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash wewatchpodcast, Instagram or Twitter at wewatchpodcast. Uh, you can also email us, contact at wewatchpodcast.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you think that we're crazy and the alien is a 10 out of 10, tell us why. Um, if you want us to do, uh, some other movie, we do take listener requests. Alien was in fact a listener request. So, uh, we thank you for that. Um, and that's it. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Make sure if you love us back to drop us a review on iTunes, whatever you feel is fair. We're happy for it. And we will see you next week. I'm Andrew. I'm Becca. I'm Sid. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.